This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious lolly Focus Pops or lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. They are, and they do that in multiple areas, whether that's history or English or math or science. And there's also this effort of you fill educational materials with so much of that, and yet I never had an economics class in 12 years of of schooling. So... (laughs) How is that possible? The only reason I ever had a government class is because I took it as an elective senior year. So you have all of all of this ideological stuff. And then I could have graduated high school without a government or an economics class. And that to me, and I also took an entrepreneurship class as an elective. So I could have graduated from 12 years of school with no economics, government or entrepreneurship class. And that's the norm for most American students. And then we wonder why people are communists and socialists. It's, yeah. it's very obvious why that's happening. It's unbelievable. I mean, when I was a kid, the, the boys took industrial arts. They had to learn how to use tools, how to uh, fix stuff around the house. And the girls had to learn how to, like, make an egg and use a sewing machine. And and you'd say, well, you know, why would we do that today? And I'm like, listen, I still go around the house and fix stuff all the time instead of having to pay somebody to do it. You know, I also cook because I learned how to flip eggs back in high school as well. But I'm like, these were basic things to be able to survive in your house without having to rely on getting everything from a restaurant or buying processed food all the time. And now these things, as far as I know, are just completely removed from uh, the school system. So you're not even educating people on the basics of life. They don't teach people how to balance a checkbook anymore because you don't have checks. But at the same time, most people don't even check their bank account. Uh, They realize that fraud was committed against them seven months later because they're not even keeping track of what's supposed to be in their bank account. No, they're not. And that's also why you have so much money every year wasted on subscriptions people are no longer using. I mean, you could have $160 for one month and like 300 for the next month for a subscription you didn't even know were there. And that's there, there's no class that teaches that. There's no general economics class. And that's something that Republicans don't really call for. They call for a lot more trade schools, which are great. I think trade schools are awesome. But you don't really hear Republicans say, hey, why don't we have an intro to taxes class? as a seat for seniors and you know what make it a situation where you don't have to pass it because maybe that's a lot of stress maybe there's a lot of students who feel like they already are terrible at math and they will fail that class they don't want to affect their gpa if you offered an intro to to taxation class for yourself for high school seniors that was not that was not a a passing or failing thing it was just an attendance situation 
you'd have a lot of enrollment in it and you wouldn't have the stress that goes along with it for a lot of students. But that's just not going to be offered at this point in American education. Yeah, well, there's, there's a lot of things I don't even believe in, but it's part of our society now, like learning how to get a mortgage and how that works. I mean, they should be teaching that in high school. Going, hey, listen, 10 years from now, you might want to get a mortgage. This is how it works. Hey, you're going to have to uh, manage your uh, college loan if you go to college. This is how it works. Hey, this is the basics of how Wall Street works. This is how a 401k no, works. Oh, no, no. I'm saying, oh, we didn't have that. I'm saying these are all the things that are completely missing that if you're in a homeschool atmosphere, you could be designing a curriculum that you're teaching this to a kid by the time they're 12 or 13 years old and they have an understanding of how the economy operates by the time they're 13 when they start looking into things that they're interested in when they're in their teens and deciding on what's actually going to pay the bills as they get older. The problem that we're facing now, though, I think, is that with everything moving so quickly because of the advanced in technology. Once we hit that um, exponential growth of technology, the skills you may have today may literally be gone tomorrow. They may not be needed anymore. That's part of the problem I think we're facing. It is part of the problem we're facing. And that is why it's important to have new skills offered to young people all the time. There isn't really this idea anymore in America of, of having a constant skills class available to young Americans. And if that was something, for example, Ron DeSantis, president, would champion, he might win over a lot of those left-leaning social independents who may be socially liberal but really benefit from the job training they're getting, which is free, which isn't really costing people anything. It's probably a lot of volunteers who want to help out. But until you have a system like that, you're, you're just not going to have a stable economy for young people in this country. Yeah, well, I think one of the other things is either, like whether it's Ron DeSantis or anyone else, there has to be honesty with the people, and either you have to admit that we're really in, the which every CEO says, we're in the fourth industrial revolution right now. You either have to admit that we're there and say that the with the technological advancements, a lot of jobs are going to be lost. Um, with artificial intelligence, a lot of jobs are going to be lost. And either you have to be honest and then tell people what you really need to be focusing on teaching young people is adaptability because they're going to have to change professions 55 times during their lifetime. So you either have to teach this skill to be able to adapt to quick change, you know, or you have to call for an international ban on a lot of these technologies and artificial intelligence, which isn't going to happen because the United States government is funding so much of it. I mean, you can go behind the CIA, the military, DARPA, NASA. I mean, they're funding most of the advancements in artificial intelligence and robots and autonomous vehicles. It'll take truckers off the roads. So that, that's where I want to see honesty from some politician who's actually going to come out and talk about what's going to happen to people, not just young people, but everyone in five to 10 years. If you're building an economy that's going to replace 50% of people. Now, you can say go to school for STEM and become an engineer or a scientist who's going to help build this new fourth industrial revolution society. But guess what? Those people are going to be out of a job, too, because the robots and artificial intelligence are designed to end up replacing the scientists and engineers and the programmers. So somebody's got to start talking about this if they're serious about what we're really facing. That's just what I think. Yeah, they definitely do. And not everyone is great at STEM. I'm not great at STEM. So it's just it's just always been so short-sighted. Just join STEM. Okay, what if you're terrible about that? Would you tell everyone to just join opera classes if that was the future of the nation? Just join your opera classes. Just join musical theater. 
not everyone is good at those things. It's sort of strange when you tell teachers that they get very hostile. Well, you should be good at STEM. You've been taught everything. Why, why would we all be good at one thing? Isn't your whole ethos of the left super individuality? It's just, it's never made sense to me. Yeah. And if you're a young conservative, would you want to get into STEM if you knew the truth that you're basically going to school to learn how to program humans out of existence, basically? I mean, between synthetic wombs, designer babies, and uh, optimist robots by Elon Musk, I mean, you, your job is... Well, th- this is part of the big push coming out of the government now, and I've analyzed several uh, speeches by various scientists inside the government, is they're talking openly about how they need to get the civilians on board with the idea of this transhumanist movement. And I'm saying, well, why would they need to get all the civilians on board? They could just do whatever they want. We don't push back, really. There's really there's never going to be an armed revolution against this. Well, I think what they need to do is they're trying to get the young people that they had go to school for STEM, when they bring them in and tell them, to work on this project or work on that project they have there's still people that have morals and values and principles that may say i don't know i don't want to work on this so they have to convince those people to get on board with basically engineering humans out of work and engineering humans out of existence because anyone who believes that an andrew yang or an elon musk is going to come along and hand out ubi to you and let you sit home and eat bonbons on your couch while uh you send your robot digital twin to work that's not going to happen. You can ask people what they did to people during communism. See, that's what the communists here don't understand. Once you don't work, once you're no longer an influencer, you don't get to sit around and do nothing all day. No, definitely not. I, I mean, do you think younger people understand that or no? That they don't get to sit around and do nothing? Or do you they think the communist ones actually... They don't even actually- know that's an issue. They don't even know that's an issue. They don't even know that there might be a point where they're obsolete. They might think that the people at Walmart who are the baggers, and it's a super elitist position, but that's what they think, they might be obsolete. But it would never occur to them that as an influencer, pushing a type of a brand or pushing an idea, idea ideology, that they might be obsolete one day. It would just never occur to them. All right, so before we run, let just tell me, if I want to change directions and become uh, a TikTok influencer, what should I be pushing if I want to get the big money? Well, I would definitely say you're going to need to pick a lane in pop culture. So one thing that you could do is you could start reviewing albums. That's something that's really big right now. So you could tell everyone what the biggest flop of an artist's career for songs was and what the biggest hit was. I know I always enjoy watching the ones about Selena Gomez and Taylor Swift, but that might just, that might just be because I love those two singers. Wow. So that that actually, those people have a lot of followers. People get a lot of money for that, like a ridiculous amount of money for that on TikTok and especially YouTube. And I was thinking if I start going pro technology and saying it will be cool to get an Elon Musk brain chip in your head, it'd be cool to have a robot replace you, and it would be cool to upload your mind to the cloud, then I probably could make a lot of money in that space. But you're also going to need to have some robots, though, because like it's one thing to talk about robots, but it's another thing to like be able to show people robots. People will respond to that, especially if they can name the robots and ask the robots to do things for them. Massive oh, so I have to have robots. All right, I'll have to start robots. building. All right, I'll start building. Good thing I went to school for industrial design. It'll finally come in handy. It's all, all right. out for you. All right, so where do uh, you want people to follow you? I know you're, you don't look like you're as active on Twitter these days as you once were. 
I, I'm, I'm pretty active on Twitter, but you can follow me on Twitter at M-A-H-G-D-A-L-E-N-Rose on Twitter. And if you go to the link in my Twitter bio, my Instagram page is there as well as my YouTube page. And I do regular uploads for my YouTube channel, so you can watch all my videos there. And my show airs on Twitter on Friday nights at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So you can tune in there as well as on my Instagram page to keep up with all my work, especially for Trinity. Trinity International is on Instagram as well, and they have a great profile for young conservatives or Christians who don't want to be isolated on their campuses anymore okay and then uh your show on the mcfiles network is that the one you distribute on twitter that that's my own personal one you can go to the mcfiles channel on youtube where chris mcdonald is the host of the mcfiles and my show airs on his platform and it airs pretty regularly about once a week there you can check out all of his shows there as well he has been a great friend for several years he produces really good content Okay, fantastic. Anything else you want to add to the conversation before I let you go? I know I kept you a long time. No, it's fine. I would just say that as we get up into the the run-up of midterms, we're in the last couple weeks now, even if you don't necessarily like a candidate, one of the things to look for in this candidate to, to figure out why you don't like them, because if you don't like a candidate, you usually don't like them for a reason. I would just ask people to go look at those candidates' backgrounds, because quite a few of them currently running used to be leftists or never Trumpers. And that's something that the GOP's kind of quieted down this election cycle. And I understand why. But if these people win, and I hope some, I hope a lot of them do because I want Republican control of Congress and the Senate. If they win, we as voters need to be able to keep them in check. And that's something that comes from knowing their backgrounds and anticipating what they will and will not vote for, which we send them to D.C. to do. Now, if I don't want to vote this time, can I send my robot to vote for me? I don't <laughs> think we're at that junction yet. I mean, I would check back in in like 2026. 2026 that's what i'm thinking all right well thank you very much we appreciate you uh spending your time over here and um i will put all the links and everything in the uh episode description and we'll get this out to everyone so thank you very much we appreciate your time perfect thank you so much for having me on all right ladies and gentlemen thank you you are listening to the dustin gold standard right here on pain.tv slash gold and i am dustin gold the matrix is a computer generated dream world built to keep us under control in order to change a human being you're listening to the dustin gold standard on pain.tv join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold.